one of the hard things about getting into YouTube is that everyone can do it. Ultimately, it just comes down to you either need to be the best at what you're doing, which is very hard considering there are these professionals who have been doing it for years now on YouTube. So I think the real thing you've got to try and do is just be unique. What's something I can bring to YouTube content that no one else can? And if you can offer something unique, then that's what's going to make people actually want to see more from you. Welcome to episode 102 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that helps you become a top communicator by sharing stories from people who are influential in their field. I'm Amelia Veal, Director at Narrative Marketing and firm believer in the superpower of storytelling. Elliot Watkins, better known online as Muzelk, is a 22-year-old YouTuber based in Sydney. With over 6.3 million YouTube subscribers and nearly 1.8 billion video views since launching his channel, Muzelk has established international credibility as a YouTube content creator. But what does it take to build a successful YouTube channel? How do you create initial momentum to attract subscribers and grow your channel? Muzelk's channel grows on average by 18,000 subscribers daily and averages 4 million views per day, as per stats from Social Blade. So I was thrilled to sit down with him at Hybrid World Adelaide to get his thoughts on how to crack YouTube success. In today's episode of Be The Drop, Muzelk shares his journey as a YouTuber, including his biggest challenges and his top advice on how to grow an internationally recognised YouTube channel. This is Muzelk's version of Be The Drop. Do you want more communication insights? Then jump onto Facebook and join me and my community of brand storytelling superheroes. It's absolutely free to join. We provide a supportive space for you to ask questions. Plus, we share a range of helpful storytelling resources. So if this sounds like your kind of group, then head over to Facebook and join the brand storytelling superheroes group today. Thank you so much, Muzelk, for joining me on our next episode of Be The Drop here at Hybrid World Adelaide. Thanks for having me. And you've literally just come in and you've got some things you're doing downstairs, which you might be able to tell us about in a bit, and then you're flying out again. But this is nothing new for you, a bit of an international lifestyle these days. No, no, yeah, flying around a lot. I mean, a lot of, you know, gaming happens all over the world, so there's a lot of stuff in LA, a lot of uh, kind of big events happen over in Germany, like Gamescom, so a lot of flying, but uh, it's fun. It's really yeah. good. You get to see all these places and meet people. So you started your YouTube channel back in 2012, yeah? More like 2014, really. Okay. I didn't really post videos till 2014. Till 2014. Okay, so that's not that long ago. No. And since then, what is your subscriber number now up to? It's millions. It's getting close to six. Yeah, it's like, I think I'll probably hit six next week, which will be cool. That'll be a nice little celebration. A nice little. Yeah. <laughs> but like, okay, but... It's 10 or bust. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I mean, that's pretty good. Like, you know, you're playing it down there, but six million su subscribers is pretty huge. And so from 2014, 2018, that's a lot to happen in four years. Yeah, YouTube's a pretty uh, pretty crazy ride. Like things can just happen so fast, you know, like getting that first 100,000 takes longest time. And then, you know, getting to a million, that feels like that takes ages. And then it can just suddenly kind of 
spitball out of control, snowball out of control. That's the word I'm using. Yeah. Um, well, spitball, until, spitball, snowball, it's all the same thing. Yeah, and then and then it just yeah it can go bananas. And then in two years, I'll probably not have a job and be working in McDonald's. But you know, it's fine. <laughs> hey, well let's let's not go let's not go doom and gloom just yet. <laughs> but you know, when you started posting videos, what was your expectation? You know, did, did, is this what you expected? Oh no, I, I loved, I always loved, you know, YouTube and I always loved, I had favorite YouTubers. I was, you know, obsessed with some channels, like watched them every single day. And it was one of those things where growing up, I was like, man, being a YouTuber would be awesome. But you know, kind of the same way that you can like music, but never realistically consider that that's probably, that, you know, you could become like, like a proper musician. You just kind of still do it because you enjoy it. With games for me, I didn't, when I first started uploading videos, it was never like trying to become a YouTuber. I was just uploading like, little clips and tutorials and like just stuff that I found fun to have as a hobby. Yeah. And I mean, like it's, it does, it sounds like a lot of fun. You know, you're playing, you're making a living playing video games. Very cool. But I kind of feel like there's a bit of hard work that goes into it. Like, it, it, you know, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. So maybe like, you know, what's the, the hours that go, go into this? It's pretty much seven days a week. So like when I get home tonight from this, it'll be back to recording and everything. Uh, normally I'll start recording at um, about, you know, lunchtime, say 12 p.m. Normally I'll keep recording until about 8 p.m. So, you know, six or eight hours of kind of recording with like maybe a little break in the middle. Uh, and then normally edit from about 8 p.m. till midnight and then you're rendering videos and then you got to make a thumbnail that normally takes about an, two hours a lot of the time because they're really important so normally I'll be pretty much working straight from 12 until about 3 or 4 a.m. and that's normally when I just schedule the video go to sleep wake up at 10 a.m. the next day have breakfast and start at 12 all over again so it's a lot of hours but it's it's obviously it's a job that you know is so fun and I really enjoy like trying to create something new every day and yeah so because of that it it doesn't feel like too much of a grind yeah does it get to the point where you're like what is something new like you know you're doing this there's a lot of seven days a week how do you keep that feeling creative and fresh yeah that's honestly the biggest struggle with making videos is you know when a game first comes out it's so easy to make videos because it's just everything is new and it's almost like this barrel of ideas and the more ideas you take out of it and you've used the less that's left in there and the harder you have to search to find them so i mean i've got you know a couple of friends and we a lot of the time spend the first like two hours of our day just sitting there being like what about this idea what about that one and then being like that one's lame but it's literally the best thing i've got right now we're gonna have to do it and um i just trying to like come up with something new and a lot of the time you know fortnite would I, which i play a lot of at the moment they update every week which is great because it helps so much with new stuff yeah but uh there's definitely a lot of times where you're just sitting there like man I've got no ideas today, <laughs> literally nothing good. Yeah, so, and, and that would be a challenge. What sort of other challenges, like, you know, what has been through this, this rise of fame, you know, um, what's been the biggest challenges along the way? I think the biggest challenge with YouTube is really just balance. I mean, YouTube itself, and I think most kind of people who do his job will tell you this, it's incredibly addictive in the sense that, uh, because unlike, unlike most jobs where it's just kind of, you know, you, you, you do it and obviously you can work harder and less hard, but the thing with YouTube is you get a report card every minute of every day. And at the end of every day, you can see how many subscribers you got that day, how many views you got that day, how did your video perform, what was the like-dislike ratio, mm. what are the comments saying? And because of that, you kind of are, you, you wanna, no one wants to be going down 
on their trajectory, you always want to be going up. And because of this like real-time data you get on how you're performing, yeah. it can be a really unhealthy addiction where you're like, okay, I got 5,000 subscribers today, I need to beat that tomorrow. And then you beat it the next day and then you've got to keep going up. And because of that, it's all you want to do. You just want to keep beating those numbers. And then suddenly you haven't gone to the gym in six months. You like have kind of probably not like seeing your family as much as you should. And I think that there was definitely like a period in the first couple of years where I was just completely way off on the life balance front. I think I still am definitely not where it where I should be, but I'm becoming a lot more conscious of you know, that ultimately I think if you've got that balance, your content will be better. Yeah, and I mean, at least having the awareness is going to be the first step, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, we, we're here at Hybrid World Adelaide, which is exactly really about that, you know, what you're talking about there, because it's the collision of technology and digital entertainment and the real world and, and, and where that evolves. What other things do you see sort of coming into this really exciting concept of, you know, where we are now with technology? I mean, I think one of the interesting things that I noticed, I think Australia is way further behind on than anywhere else in the world. And I'm hoping, you know, is like one of the things I'm excited to see really change is uh, just the kind of perception of games. I know that when I was growing up, you know, if I were to, you know, sit, sit on the couch and watch a movie for two hours, my parents would have like no problem with that. That was seen or, you know, watch TV or the footy or anything on a screen for two hours, no problem. But if I were to sit down and play a game for two hours, that was seen as this really bad thing. When in reality, games are incredible. You know, you've got Minecraft, which is literally like digital Lego, where you essentially just take Lego to whole new levels. And then you've got, you know, like all the Fortnite where you're like playing with your squad and you're like, there's teamwork, there's creativity, there's dancing, communication, dance there's moves, dancing, like... dance moves, exactly. This is the key thing. <laughs> but like, you know, I think there's a huge number of positive to games that I think, and I think people are beginning to see more and more. And obviously, like we were saying, balance key, very important. Yeah. But also I, I'm, I'm hoping there's a bit more awareness of like the positivity that can come out of it because honestly games are incredible. And so, and another platform that you're engaging with is via Twitch. Now, I must admit, I don't really understand it as much, but I, you know, and this is where the live streaming really comes into. So can you maybe, first of all, just explain, because potentially some of my listeners might not understand it as well, you know, it might be an age thing for me, but explain that. And then I've got a couple of questions around this live streaming and commentary. My main thing is obviously YouTube, where it's a recording, which you then, you know, might record for eight hours and edit that into a 20 minute video. So it's kind of just like highly edited bite-sized content. Uh, but then Twitch is literally just stream of consciousness, everything as it happens, live, kind of like a live you know, football match. It's a very different experience. I mean, I find it much harder because with recording, I can play for an hour and then say, okay, I just want 20 minutes to just decompress, have a cup of tea, chill out, then I'll get back into it. On Twitch, normally once you start, you're there for six, seven hours of just like, you have to be there. Obviously you can go grab a drink, but you can't switch off. You need to be in full on switched on mode from start to finish, which is hard. Yeah, well, and the other thing is that you're commentating and playing. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned it's like football, but the commentators are not playing the game. So yeah. I'm all like, whoa, that's like left, right brain happening yeah. at the same time. Is that challenging? I think the way I always described it is, you know, when you're a kid, you read books out loud and then they teach you to read them in your head. I find YouTube commentary is almost learning to do the reverse. You've already got all these thoughts in your mind where you see something cool, your brain's like, holy crap, that's amazing. <laughs> Whereas like YouTube commentary is literally just learning to 
vocalize what you're thinking. So that's why you're talking about what you're doing, what you're like, where you're going, why you're going there. This is cool. This sucks. <laughs> I'm really scared right now. You know, it's just really taking what you're already thinking and just putting words to it. And people think that 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 you know some YouTubers like acting or you know like talking more than they normally would, but it's really just kind of learning to yeah vocalize that internal thought process. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I stand by that. I think it's a skill. Like it's like the yeah. rub your head, pat your tummy, it's not a world. Yeah, no, it definitely <laughs> takes, it takes a bit of practice, but once you get it down, it's pretty, uh, you know, then you end up like someone like me who just doesn't shut up ever. Yeah, so. oh, that's all right. <laughs> so, okay, what sort of advice then would you give to someone who, you know, it was you those years ago going, wow, I'd love to be like that YouTuber, you know, and, and you made that happen. So, you know, is there some sort of advice that you would give? This was kind of the case back when I started and it's definitely the case now, like even more so than ever, um, which is that one of the hard things about getting into YouTube is that everyone can do it. Like, it's great. It's amazing because, you know, literally anyone can just have a half decent computer with recording software and upload it. I think uh, one of the YouTubes I watch, uh, Casey, like he once said this line that I really liked, which was, I hit the same upload button that everyone else does. There's no special treatment really on the platform. Yeah. So, but then the question becomes, how do you get your head above and get that initial momentum to really kickstart and become you know, a channel that has that momentum. And I think ultimately it just comes down to you either need to be the best at what you're doing, which is very hard considering, you know, in terms of being an entertainer, there are these professionals who have been doing it for years now on YouTube and you're never going to be more entertaining and like well done as them because it's just what they've done. They've perfected it. So I think the real thing you've got to try and do is just be unique. You've got to find your own niche. You've got to find what's something I can bring to YouTube content that no one else can. So for me, that was really just doing dumb strategies to win games and that's kind of, that kind of became what I was known for. And because of that, that's the kind of content where people will see something unique and they'll be like, oh, go to their friend and be like, yo, dude, you gotta watch this video. Then they share it and then they share it. And that's what kind of gives you that momentum. And if you can offer something unique, then that's what's going to make people actually want to see more from you. Yeah, fantastic. And so, for example, of that would be the recent one where some guy was stuck off the side and you had to use the <laughs> golf cart or something. Like, you know, is that the sort of stuff? Because that got a bit of attention. Yeah, you know, you don't, you don't just want to play the game because obviously, like, if you're playing the game that's not you're like, there is an enemy off the cliff. I'm going to kill him and get my KD ratio up. But, you know, you see someone down there and that's just like, you can just tell they're like the potential when there's like, a moment that you just are so excited to share with people. And the idea of like a rescue mission off the side of a cliff is great. And also like, I'm, I'm always of the mindset that, you know, playing a game properly, you can do any time, but those like special chances to have like something unique happen, they come around much more. So you've got to jump on those. Like you see a man stranded off the side of the cliff. If you don't go in rescue mode, then what are you doing? <laughs> it didn't quite work out though. No, no it didn't. And that is why my rescue license has been revoked. But I tried and that's the key thing. You did try, the intent was there. Well, thank you so much for sharing Thanks, uh, your insights with us. No worries. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. It is our mission to help unlock the power of story through this podcast 
and the range of products and services that we offer. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To get in touch with any specific comments, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. Until next time.